0: Love, talk, radio.
1: Hello, Nats Town. Take a deep breath. Welcome to Nats Nightly, sponsored by the District Sports Page and FederalBaseball.com. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball. I've got Doghouse taking a deep breath on the line after the Nationals squeak out a 4-3 win. Oh, my avoid a, They avoid the sweep at the hands of the St. Louis Cardinals. Proved a 67-65 on the year, but it was a close one. We'll start at the end there, Doghouse. They finally get a lead to Jonathan Papelbon, 4-3, to going into the ninth, single by Jason Hayward, one out later, a Brandon Moss single as he just continues to kill the Nationals. First and third, one out. Looks for sure like this is a situation where the Cardinals are going to get in that run and tie it up, send it to extras, but Tommy Pham strikes out on a 2-2 fastball. He takes it. Colton Wong comes up next, weak grounder to first, Jonathan Padlbahn gets over to cover, the Nationals win, the Nationals win. They made us sweat it out. Padlebon though comes up big in the end there. Gets a strand the runner at third with one out and gets the save for the Nationals. Four to three final.
0: Well, if I may engage in a little ex post facto braggadocio, I was never worried. Uh <laughs> whereby Braggadocio I mean complete lie. Uh yeah, well, you know, Papelbon's the closer. As as Maddie has told us, this is his job, to close game. And we got him to a closing situation, and he closed it as as per his role. Uh, granted, that was just about as nerve-wracking as, as he could make it. I, I guess he didn't load the bases, uh, and, and he could have had a runner on third with no outs. So, you know, it, that, that thank you for only making this nerve-wracking if it was. <laughs> <laughs> wow, how how big was that strikeout there? Wow, ah, uh, that was yeah. I, I my, my stomach is still a little a little queasy from that inning. That was uh, that was a rough ride. Of course, that that whole game was a, a dance in and out of trouble. And I'm I'm sure we're gonna we're gonna get to the the balancing act that Maxie did. But that that ninth inning, you know, uh, a, a couple of good hitters got hits, but uh, our our canny veteran, who still has some stuff left, was uh, able to get some of the less experienced hitters out, so, all right, Rizzo points ahead on this one.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure what Tommy Pham was looking for on that one, but he got a 2-2 fastball right down the middle, knee high, right down the pipe, and took it for a called strike three. That really helped the Nationals cause out there, but... You mentioned Max Scherzer on the mound to start things. 0-3 oh, and, and five starts in August with a 6.43 ERA, a 4.60 FIP, 282-333-598 line against, and 28 innings pitched. 11 and 11 on the year though, 2.88 ERA, 2.75, 1.31 walks per nine, 10.57 K per nine, a 207-244-352 line against, and 178 innings pitched. Second start of the year versus St. Louis after giving up six hits, two earned runs, and seven innings pitched and a 4-2 loss in April. Gives up a solo home run by uh, Brandon Moss, two home runs and two at-bats at that point. After the walk-off last night, it's one 454 feet to right. They said it was the longest home run by a left-handed hitter in Bush Stadium's history. I assume all Bush Stadiums, but maybe just New Park. But uh, 10 home runs and 132 innings pitched for Max Scherzer in the first half. That was the 11th and 48 innings pitch in the second. So he's been giving up the long ball a lot this year. Backed about one-out singles in the fifth, a two-out RBI single by Tommy Pham who we were just talking about makes it 2-2 at that point. 11 hits, 10 Ks, 108 pitches and six-innings pitch, leaves the game with a 3-2 lead. Not exactly a great night by Max Scherzer on the mound. He did just enough, though. 11 hits, doesn't walk anybody, strikes out 10. It was really kind of an odd start for him where he was sort of in command but given up a lot of hits and 2 earned runs overall on the night. Yeah, it, it, this was just a
0: weird, weird outing. Um, you, you normally think, okay, 10 Ks, no walks, two runs in, in six innings pitched. This was a dominant outing. You know, uh, Scherzer was out there and in control the whole time. But then you see 11 hits. What, what happened? Um, <laughs> it, it, it's really hard to sort of wrap your mind around this because cause we have a really cruddy start on one hand, with a with a, a guy who's leaving leaving meat up and getting tattooed, and then we just have a really dominant start on the other hand, where batters are, are being fooled and not getting any free passes. So I, I I don't really know who or what to believe here. I'm glad that uh Scherzer got out of it, but I, I think his baby against today was something like seven hundred. I am quickly <laughs> scanning the 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 box score here on uh on, on fan graphs, it was, it was 692 when I checked earlier in the game. So, I mean, okay, there were some prototypical card, Cardinals hits, excuse me, stereotypical Cardinals hits that just sort of found a hole, but he gave up some hard contact, and that mammoth home run, uh, as, as you just mentioned, the longest ever to a lefty in the history of Bush beer or something like that, but... uh I, I I really don't know what to think about this because you know Scherzer will give up the long fly ball and his home run for nine has or his home run for per fly ball rate has really regressed in the second half of the season and and gone past his career mark to where you know now he's really kind of given up a lot of dingers, um, but he's still striking a lot of people out. But how is he giving up this contact? I Is he throwing too many strikes? I I never thought I would complain about this, but uh, I I don't know how to assess this start. There there are good things. There are bad things. I'll cling to the good things and whistle past the bad
1: things. Yeah, I'm interested to hear what he has to say about it, what Matt Williams says afterwards. You mentioned a lot of strikes, 108 pitches, 82 of them for strikes, so maybe a little bit too much in the strike zone. and Not to put away stuff that he's had earlier in the season, but he... Gets through six innings, a decent start for Maxers or overall. Tyler Lyons on the mound for the Cardinals. He starts instead of Michael Walker as they decide to rest one of their starters for the second straight night. Twenty seven year old Lefty, two and one and six starts for St. Louis, five oh two ERA, four four nine step, two eighty five, three fifty six, four eighty seven line against and twenty eight and two thirds. Two and two thirds scoreless tonight before Jason Wirth takes him deep. One to one at that point. Zimmerman's third home run of the series to left this time after he hit two to center in the previous two games, two to one in the Nationals in the fourth. Zimmerman does it again in the fifth, uh, I'm sorry, home, fourth home run in three games in St. Louis in the sixth, three to two at that point. Lyons ends up going six innings, six hits, three earned runs, just one walk, six Ks, but gives up three long balls on the night. and Two of them by Ryan Zimmerman. We'll get to him in a second. Really a solid uh, week a week. Three days, whatever series in St. Louis for Zimmerman, but uh, Nationals, Nationals were able to get to Tyler Lyons uh, after all and avoided facing Michael Walker at least. Yeah, uh,
0: I, I'm. I don't feel like the while they are certainly comfortably in first place, I would assume that they still want to win the division, and they're only up by five or six games at this point. I, I know only is relative. Uh, I I would assume Matheny would want to get a little bit closer to the end before starting to just pull the starters and line his rotation up. But, you know, whatever, they're in first place and I'm not. So uh, I guess I can't really pick nits with him. Uh, I admit I joined the game uh, in in the second inning. I got in a little late and I'd never heard of this guy before. And I'm thinking, oh, oh no, it's some guy I've never heard of. What's going to happen? And I was wondering if it was maybe someone good because I hadn't been following the central very much this season. And I went and looked him up, and no, no, it's the prototypical guy I've never heard of. Uh, slightly worse than league average, just up from AAA. Not as bad as the guy the other night, but uh, the Nats really not able to put much up, to, uh, put much together against him, except for the solo shots, which ended up being nearly enough. So, okay, keep keep going, Nats. I, I would prefer you strung together more hits, but uh, I, I never get tired of watching dingers. When, when they're from the Nets, that is.
1: Ryan Zimmerman with two home runs tonight, four total in three games in St. Louis, 16 on the year, two to center, one to left. His last one was a right center as he just sprays them all around, seven home runs in 10 games, and it would have been a great story if the second one tonight won it because it was the 200th of his career. Just being a really nice resurgence from Ryan Zimmerman here throwing power to all fields. That's always a good sign from him and really just carried the Nationals tonight. Came up with a big hit later in the game. Uh, RBI double to drive in. What ends up being a winning run in the eighth, four to three after, uh, who was it, Jonathan Boxton walked Anthony Rendon, put him on there. Ryan Zimmerman comes in through with an RBI double, opposite field double to right, put the Nationals ahead for good. Two home (laughs) runs, three for four on the night with an RBI double as well. Just a really fantastic game by Ryan Zimmerman who kind of led the Nationals all by himself.
0: Yeah, for for all that he's struggled in recent years, seeing this resurgence here uh, after he came he's come back from the DL this season has has just been really a great story, I, I think, for for all of us Nats fans. And as I said the other night, orthotic inserts for everyone. Let's let's get those <laughs> shoes made and and get that happening all up and down the bench. But uh, as, as I was putting together the, the WPA article here. Uh, Zimmy is over 50% on the night because he hit three go-ahead hits or got three go-ahead RBIs, you know, both, both solo shots and then uh, the RBI double uh, in, uh, in the eighth. Uh, he's he's always had uh, a flair for the dramatic hit, whether it's uh, the walk-off, the go-ahead. Uh, m- maybe it just kind of sticks in our heads more than, than other things, you know, because clutch doesn't exist. But uh, <laughs> Zim is, is a great guy to have his face as a franchise, and uh, he, he certainly doesn't seem to be fading so far this season after uh, clearing his injury problems.
1: After Zim put them up, Ryan Zimmerman uh, puts them up 4-3 to three. after 5.5. Max Scherzer finishes off the 6th, scoreless top of the 7th in the Nationals, and then Matt Williams goes matchup crazy trying to troll all the people who are complaining about his bullpen <laughs> management. The St. Louis announcers were still complaining about it, which we'll get to in a second, but Matt Thornton starts at the inning. It's a ground out from Jason Hayward, so they bring on Blake Trinan against Johnny Peralta, righty on righty, single to right, Brandon Moss, single to left, two on, one out. Uh, Tommy Samkate swinging again there, so they bring on Matt Grace, lefty on lefty versus Colton Wong. Of course, he singles. Uh, single to center, ties the game up at three at that point, so they go to another pitcher. Rafael Martin comes on versus Tony Cruz, strikes him out. Big problem that the St. Louis announcers had, they apparently don't grasp the fact that some pitchers were not available, so they couldn't believe that Matt Williams was going to two pitchers in that situation in a tie game with uh, two pitchers who were in the minors yesterday, essentially is what they were saying, just called up today, but they give up the run and get out of there with the tie game, though, and then Ryan Zimmerman puts a hit at the, bottom, at the top of the eighth inning, but really just some interesting matchups by Matt Williams there who just went, you know, how many pitchers is he going to go through, basically, every at-bat was a new pitcher and managed to get through the inning, but some interesting decisions there by Williams. Well, you, you
0: go to the seventh inning with the bullpen
1: you have, not the bullpen you wish you had,
0: and uh, <laughs> the bullpen we have has been... Throwing a lot of innings for the seventh inning guy lately, and not having a lot of success. So our, our other seventh inning guy did the first matchup. So you go to your other high leverage ish guy, Trinan. Uh, all right, you let him pitch to one lefty. That's good because he had a decent shot against both the righties there. Didn't only got one of them. Okay, fine. But uh, going lefty righty again. You know, I'm behind that. Because what's, what's the complaint that we keep going to all year? Maddie's not setting people up for success. Here, he set people up for success. He he played the matchups. He went with the platoon advantage because he had all the arms to do it. All right, they're not the highest quality arms. They were in the minors yesterday, but they're fresh. Uh, and they've had a little bit of success and been up in the minors or uh, up, up here in the majors earlier this year. So... Uh, uh, I really can't uh I really can't take any beef with the process in the seventh. You know, the the result certainly was uh stomach churning and nerve wracking. But the uh the process behind it, th- those were the right moves to make. And if I were there pulling the levers and pushing the buttons, I would probably have done something
1: similar. Yeah, and they were talking all day today. Mike Rizzo defending Matt Williams, both management said that writers like myself, I guess. <laughs> So I'm sure you're not referring to me, but everyone who was picking apart Matt Williams' uh, strategy said he does, they don't know who's available night in and night out. They were all complaining about not using store and on Monday night when he was unavailable. So defending his managers to the end, it looks like, but... Uh, Drew Storen comes on after Ryan Zimmerman puts the Nationals ahead, a 16 pitch, one two, three, uh, 8th inning, strikes out the side, kind of exercises some of his demons against the Cardinals. A really nice inning by Storen there to get at the Papelbon before Papelbon locks it down. Yeah, that, that
0: would be the great story of the night if Zim hadn't had three go-ahead hits in his 200th career home run. Uh, Storen coming up there like a boss and striking out the side What a just a a terrific outing there, you know. Going going to three two against against the leadoff hitter and 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 shutting him down there. That was granted against what it was the uh, bottom and then one and two I think. Uh, Not not against Stanley Carter of the the order. So uh, you know a a, a great (laughs) a a great outing to save a one run lead there Uh, and. And my my pick certainly after Zim for, for the story of the
1: night. Nationals hold on for the 4-3 win, 67-65 on the year, but it wouldn't be the 2015 season if there wasn't some odd news out of there. Bryce Harper leaves the game in the fourth inning after he pops out. Doesn't exactly run it out, so there's all kinds of speculation on the Internet that he's got lifted again for not running out a pop-up, but... Apparently, there's enough chatter going on on the internet that the Nationals made the rare decision to announce injury information in game, which I haven't seen or don't remember seeing in a long time. A left glute issue for him. They're saying in the post game here that he did something to his backside, uh, stopping on first base the other night when he was trying to beat out a grounder. There, I remember Davey Johnson was on to ask what. Uh, Bryce Harper, what do you change about Bryce Harper if you could change any one thing? He said that was it. He didn't like the way he stomped on the bag like that. You get a slippery bag one day and you're going to end up hurting yourself. And I don't know how big an issue a left glute issue is. I don't know how to define that issue, but at least it wasn't Harper getting taught another lesson because I think that might have been the end for Matt Williams if that was what took place there. Yeah, as long as the left
0: glute issue isn't, you know, a print of Maddie's foot, I, I think uh, this is something that they can all recover from and move forward. So let's let's hope it was just like a little twinge or something. He'll get some some treatment. People always seem to get treatment when they're doing stuff. So uh, let's 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 get that and maybe some of that science fiction tape that uh, that Davey used to like so much and uh, and, and and fix everything here because uh, with 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 just looking hot and uh, the, the schedule ahead of us looking soft uh, if if everyone's clicking at least we can finish this season with a bang uh, and on a good note even if the season ends when it ends Four,
1: four with the Braves coming up this weekend they did also announce today that Stephen Strasburg won't make his start on Saturday so Tanner Roark is going to take on the Braves and three with the Mets after that 67 and 65 on the year as I mentioned four to three tonight in St. Louis to avoid the sweep Nats tonight. sponsored by the District Courts page and FederalBaseball.com. I finally get to go watch the season finale of Mr. Robot. No spoilers. Talk to you soon, sir.
0: Go Nats.